Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. I'm going mad, aren't I? Rosie Noah's fiancé, Fat Charlie Nancy, stands at the door of his flat. There are two of you. Her fiancé, Fat Charlie Nancy, has, at the same moment, emerged from a taxi cab at the curb. The thinner of the two Fat Charlies puts his hand on her shoulder. You need to go home. Then you need a nap. When you wake up, you'll have forgotten all about this. I need to go home and have a nap. What did you do? She just seems to switch off. I didn't want to upset her. Why didn't you tell her the truth? Let's just go inside. Where have you been? Nowhere. Out. Look, I was attacked by birds in a restaurant this morning. Do you know anything about that? Not really. Maybe. It's just time for you to leave, that's all. Don't start anything. Me? You turned up, upset my boss, and then he got the police onto me. You've been kissing my girlfriend. Just go. Leave me alone. Look, I... I'll get it. It's my house, and I'll answer my own front door. Thank you very much. Whatever. Once I've dealt with this, I'm dealing with you. Pack your stuff. Oh, Daisy. Charles Nancy? Yeah. Do you know me? You're under arrest. You have the right to... Wait, what? Will you come quietly? Only if you won't, we can subdue you first. I wouldn't recommend it. These two are very enthusiastic subduers. Mm-hmm. I'll come quietly. Mm. That's good. Are you okay? Of course I'm okay. Uh, it's dark. Can we open some curtains? No, no. Just uh, keep them closed. What are you scared of? Birds. Right. Birds are out to get you. Yes. And this is because... I... Charlie, you've always been really honest. If you tell me something, I'll do my best to believe it. I think I should show you something in there. That's the spare room. There's something you have to see. I think it'll explain things a little better than I can. Come on. What is this? My room. Is this one of those VR things? No, it's real. This was a 10 by 8 spare room last time I saw it. Charlie, what's happening? Rosie, I'm not Charlie. Uh, <laughs> look at me. I don't even look like him. You're scaring me now. I'm his brother. And I've screwed up everything. Where's Charlie? Oh, he might have been taken away by the police. So, so who did I... Who have I... Who... Did I sleep with? That would be uh me. Ah. Ah. I guess I deserved that. Of course you deserved it. Did Fat Charlie know about this? About you? That you were going out with me? Well, yes, but he didn't You exa- are both sick. Sick, sick, evil men. Hey! Hey! What are you doing in my windowsill? Hey, shoot, shoot. Out of here, stupid flamingo. Get off of me. Get off of me. Damn it. That was my room. I just let it go. Okay. 
Charlie wasn't really Fat Charlie. No. For the last week, I've been seeing his brother. They're twins? No. I don't even think they look alike. I'm so confused. So, which one of them did you break up with? I broke up with Spider. That's Fat Charlie's brother. But you weren't engaged to him. No, but I thought I was. I thought he was Fat Charlie. So you broke up with Fat Charlie as well? Sort of. I just haven't told him yet, but it doesn't matter. I can't marry him. Oh, of course you can't marry him. He's probably going to jail. That's, that's not why I can't marry Fat Charlie. No? No, I can't marry Fat Charlie because I'm not in love with him. I'm in love with his brother. The brother? Named Spider? It's okay. I'm not going to marry him either. I've told him I never want to see him again. Oh. You know what would be the best thing for you right now? A holiday. That would be nice. We'll go on a cruise. Right, holding cell number six. You wait in here. Here's a blanket. Now, if you need to flush the loo, press the button here. One of us will pull the chain. If you get bored, please don't block the toilet with your blanket. Why would I do that? I wonder that myself. <sighs> the Caribbean shuttle flight carrying Graham Coates lands on the island of St. Andrews. It is a small island with a singular lack of extradition treaties with the rest of the world. Mr. Finnegan? Uh, Basil Finnegan? That is I, good sir. Mm -hmm. Very good. Enjoy your stay, Mr. Finnegan. Absolutely. There you go. Exercise yard. Walk about a bit. No climbing over the fence, no point. There's mesh roofing over the top. Yep, okay. Right. Well, I suppose I should walk about a bit then. Ah. Hello, Blackbird. I'm in the cage, and you're up there watching me. Free as a bird. <laughs> and you bought your family. And some... Sparrows. This is getting a bit Hitchcock. Ah, go away! Stop staring at me, all of you. St stop that. Excuse me! Help! This should better be good. Look, Buddha on a tandem. How many are there? Hundreds, thousands. Any more, and the weight will break that mesh. You better come back in. Thank you. In an old office building in the Aldwych in London, Maeve Livingston 
widow of the late comedian Morris Livingston and client of the Graham Coates Theatrical Agency, wakes up on the floor of a secret room behind Graham Coates' bookcase. Oh, who's cold? The pain from several blows to her head has subsided. I can't see a thing. I know this place. It's Graham Coates' office. Oh, that bastard. He stole Morris's money and, and he assaulted me. He hit me with something. I should call the police. She reaches down for the phone on the table. I... Oh, that must be weaker than I thought. I'll use my mobile. In the pocket of her jacket is a small silver phone... She is relieved to find it still there, and she has no problems at all in holding it. Real please. Hello. Oh, I, I need the police. You do not need the police. All crimes will be dealt with by the appropriate and inevitable authorities. Oh, oh you know, I think, I think I may have dialed the wrong number. Numbers are simply numbers and cannot be right or wrong. Oh. Oh. I usually call... Alice, if you can't get help from your sister, who else? Alice? Let me clarify. I am not saying that you dialed a wrong number on purpose. Right. I'll bank manager then. But here am I, wittering on about the correctness of numbers, and right now what is important is your ultimate disposition. <sighs> Samaritans? I'm afraid traffic is extremely heavy this afternoon, so if you wouldn't mind waiting where you are for a while, you will be collected. Who are you and why have you hacked into my phone? Oh, for goodness sake. We know she came this far. The receptionist remembered Maeve coming in just before lunchtime. When she got back from lunch, they'd both gone. You think they ran off together? Uh, excuse me? Well, it's possible. Uh, we certainly did not run off together. Well, let's have a look in his office, then. This way, sir. Wait, wait a minute. Oh. <clears throat> yes? Hello, love. Morris? How's tricks? I've missed you. Morris? Where are you calling from? You're dead. It's a bit complicated. Morris, Graham Colts. He was a crook. Yes, love, but it's time to let all that go. Put it behind you. He hit me on the back of the head, and he's been stealing our money. Well, it's... Only material things, love. Morris, it's all right for you. You're dead. You don't have to worry about these things. You're dead too, love. That is quite beside the point. And what? Battery. Low. I'm, I'm afraid I, I didn't get that, Morris. I think the telephone battery's going. You don't have a phone battery. You, you don't have a phone. It's all an illusion. You've now transcended the veil of Ujiba Flip and you're becoming... Oh, like, it's like worms and butterflies, love, you know. Caterpillars. I think you mean caterpillars and butterflies. So what do worms do then, do then? They don't turn into anything, Morris. They're just worms. Phone shutting what? down. Oh. Well, never mind. Dead or not, I'm telling the police. Someone left in a hurry. That looks like a shirt in the bin. Covered in blood. This could be a murder. Yes, my murder. Yeah, but where's the body? I'm in a secret room behind the bookcase. I'm in there. I want forensic down here. Now. 
Your solicitor's finally here. Mr. Merriman. Oh, you're right. Everything's fine, officer. You can leave us here. Buzz, when you're done. I need a solicitor, not you. Look, are you hungry? Yeah, a bit. What do you want? Tea, coffee, hot chocolate? Oh, I love a hot chocolate. Right, hold my hand and close your eyes. Why? It makes this a little bit easier. <sighs> All right. I'll take a seat. Where is this? Can't remember the name. Town in Italy. Amazing hot chocolate. Best I've ever had. Bevetti, signori. Due cioccolata calda, bambina. <laughs> Molto bene. Grazie. Now you got me into even deeper trouble. They're doing manhunt or something. It'll be in the papers. Oh, please. Look, I know we've made a mess of this whole family reunion thing. Oh, we've made a mess. I wasn't the one who stole my fiance. I wasn't the one who got me sacked from work. I wasn't No, but you were the one who brought the birds into it, weren't you? Yes, I was the one who brought the birds into it. Um, can I ask you a question? Yes. The, the bird thing. Do you think it's something that only happens in England? Why? Because I, I think those pigeons have noticed us. Would you say they're behaving like pigeons usually do? No. They're staring at us. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? They, they crap all over us? I don't know, but I, I don't want to find out. That's not a flock of pigeons. That's an army. Close your eyes and, and hold my hand. Okay. Where are we now? An oven. Open your eyes. A desert. Bird-free zone. Somewhere to finish conversation. Now, tell me where the birds come from. Well, uh, there's, there's this place. It's a mountainside with caves in it. I went there. There were lots of animal people there. They, um... Mm -hmm. They all knew Dad. One of them was a woman, a sort of bird woman. She offered to make you go away, and I took her up on it. That was really stupid. But I didn't tell her to hurt you. Oh, what do you think she was going to do to get rid of me? <sighs> Write a stiff letter? I don't know. I didn't think. I was upset. You could have simply just asked me to leave, you know? I did. Yeah, okay, whatever. So what exactly did you say to her? Just that. I was going to give her Anansi's bloodline. You what? It was what she asked me to say. But that's not just me. That's the both of us. Oh. Hang on. Why did you bring us here? The birds, remember? So what are those? Ah, damn. Vultures. But, but they don't attack living things. Oh, right. And pigeons are scared of people. Oh, they're circling lower, aren't they? Who's that? Where? That person on the dune. It's her. Oh. Go away! Uh, take it all back. We don't have a deal. Leave us alone. Who would have thought it was going to be that simple? It wasn't. She's behind you. <laughs> and she's brought the vultures. I wish she'd say something. Charlie, what else was in the deal? Um, Did she give you something to seal the bargain? Sometimes things like this involve a trade. These vultures are edging forwards. Hold my hand, quick. Unless there are flocks of Silas Finches who evolved to eat coal, we should be fine. That's a joke, isn't it? About Silas Finches? More or less. You know, if you'd gone away when I asked you to, we'd not be in this mess. Not helpful. God knows how I'm going to explain all this to Rosie. I don't think you'll have to worry about that. She's broken up with us. Both of us. Of course she has. I made a kind of a sort of a mess of that part of things. Are you trying to say sorry? I guess. Maybe.
Well then, I'm really sorry I called the bird woman to get rid of you. Thanks. I just wish I knew how to get rid of her. The feather! Uh, no, no, you've lost me. You asked if she gave me anything to seal the deal. She did, she gave me a feather. Where is it? Well, I had it when I woke up in Mrs. Dunwoody's front room. I didn't have it when I got on the plane. Mrs. Dunwoody must still have it. Spider, you still there? I remember Mrs. Dunwoody. She smelled of violets. <laughs> That's her. Small, old as the hills. We'll just have to go and get the feather from her, then give it back to the bird woman. She'll call off this nightmare. I don't want to... You scared of Mrs. Dunwoody? I, I, I just can't go near her. She made me go away. Broke this ball in her garden. Big glass thing like a giant Christmas tree ornament. Yeah, I, I did that too. She was furious. I know. That was when it all started. So what are you trying to say? She's taking out some kind of magical restraining order? Oh, more or less, yeah. You know what doesn't make sense here? Everything. I don't understand why the bird woman got involved. Dad pissed her off. Dad pissed everybody off. And if she wanted to kill us, why doesn't she just do it? I gave her our bloodline. Uh-uh. No, no, no. Something else is going on, and I don't get it. Hmm. Hold my hand. Where are we going? I'm somewhere safe. Oh, good. Where? Here. Gotta go. Yeah. Out you come, sir. Right, lad. Follow me. Interrogation room three. Yep. Hello, Daisy. I mean, Detective... Oh, no, um, Daisy's fine. Cup of tea? Don't bother. I've seen the telly. I know how it goes. You'll give me a cup of tea and some Jaffa cakes, then some big bastard comes in and shouts at me and starts eating my Jaffa cakes, and then you make him give them back, and in my gratitude, I tell you everything you want to know. Well, we don't have any Jaffa cakes, so... I told you everything I know. Graham Coates gave me a cheque for two grand and told me to take a fortnight off. And you don't know anything about the disappearance of Maeve Livingstone? I met her maybe once. You can't believe I had anything to do with her disappearance. No, I don't. Because honestly, I... You what? I don't think you had anything to do with Maeve Livingstone's disappearance. All the financial irregularities being perpetrated at the Graham Coates agency, although someone worked very hard to make it look like you did. But the weird accounting practices predate your arrival by several years, so you're free to go. Oh, great. Um, where did she, um, disappear? Mrs Livingstone. Well, the last time anyone saw her, she was meeting Graham Coates in his office. Ah. Uh, I suppose your people already checked out the secret room. The one behind his bookcase. I... I, I don't believe they did. Down that flaming nail file and listen to me. How do I get out? Roll on five o'clock. Oh, what's the point? I'm a ghost. Why can't I be allowed to haunt somewhere nice like Somerset House over the road? Lovely building, nice views. Are you sure you're okay? Yep. Oh, thank goodness, Mr. Nancy. You seem a bit twitchy outside. Uh, well, I am. I'm a bit. Well, I have a thing about birds. Like a phobia? Sort of. Hello, Charlie. Hello, Annie. Uh, this is Detective Constable Day. I know. We're going to have another look in Mr Coates' office. Wait for me. So where's the secret panel? Uh, it's one of the bookcases. Must be a secret catch or something. Maybe it's in one of the books. Did Graham Coates write an autobiography? Not that I've heard about. Then let's try pushing in this leather-bound copy of 
My Life by Graham Coates because it won't pull outwards. Oh, dear God. Would that be the body of Maid Livingstone? Oh, for goodness sake, that's not me. Yes, that's her. Oh, oh my goodness, it is me. Poor woman. Maid, love. Morris! If I must. Oh, what are you doing here? You're dead. So are you. Let's go for a wander. We need to talk. But I can't leave this place. I've tried. I can walk through internal walls, but I can't get out. Well, you can now they've found you. Come on, love. DC Data, Hendon Central, over. Go ahead, DC Data. I need forensics and a coroner at the Graham Coates Agency pronto. Roger that. On their way. DC Day out. Right, uh, I don't really think we need you here any longer, Mr Nancy. Really? Well, it's been, um, interesting. You can go. I don't suppose you'd like to uh, get some food with me. Soon. Yeah. Uh, dim sum in Chinatown, Sunday lunchtime. I'll pay my share. Here's the address. <laughs> Thanks, sir. See you Sunday. Ah, oh, this is more like it, Morris. Maeve, love, it's time to come over. Over? To the other side. Move beyond Vale. Put the flesh behind you. Well, obviously, dear, and I will, I promise, as soon as I'm ready. You're dead. How much more ready can you be? I've still got a few things to sort out at this end. For instance? Well, I was planning on finding that Graham Coates creature and then haunting him or something. It's unfinished business. <laughs> Maeve, oh, I married you because you're your own woman and I love you for the same reason. I love you too. I just wish I could, oh, just for once, persuade you of something. Ah, well. Let us know when you're ready. Do you have any idea how I can go about finding him? Maurice? Looks like I'll have to do it myself. <sighs> you look nice. Out of uniform. Thanks. I, I, I try not to wear it off duty. So. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, are, are there any leads on the case? My guess is that Graham Coates has gone somewhere with no extradition treaty. Wow. Was he planning this? Well, killing Maeve Livingstone might have been a spur-of-the-moment thing, but everything else was in place. Money went into client accounts, Graham took his 15% off the top and a whole lot more off the bottom. He evidently had an escape plan. I think you know where he is. Well, that's police business, and I cannot possibly comment. Okay. <laughs> so, how's your brother? Uh, I think he's gone. His room wasn't there when I got home. His room? Um, his stuff. He'd, he'd taken his stuff, and no sign of him since. I hope he's all right. Well, you think he wouldn't be? Well, he's, uh, he's got the same phobia that I have. The birds thing? Mm. Right. Mm. And how's the fiancé and the future mother-in-law? Um, <laughs> I, I don't think either description is currently operative. Oh. Yeah, but they've gone away. I'm sorry. God, I'm so full. <laughs> yeah. Split the bill? That's agreed.
Oh, I forgot. As we were leaving, the waiter gave me two fortune cookies. Here's yours. <laughs> what does it say? Persistence will pay off. What about yours? Same as yours. Good old persistence. Well, it looks like it's your lucky day. How do you mean? Well, there are no birds around. Wow. You're right. There are always birds in Leicester Square. Well, not today. Maybe they're busy. <laughs> anyway, uh, here's where I uh, jump on the tube. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bless. Um, I'll see you, Charlie. Uh, yeah. See you, Daisy. Fetcher! Yeah! Spider, wh where have you been? I was worried about you. Oh, I'm all right. I'm all right. I've just been avoiding birds, trying to get my head around all this. Yeah. Where are all the birds today? I don't know what to make of it, but I've been thinking. And you know, there's something wrong with this whole thing. With the bird woman trying to get us. I mean, birds aren't the best thing to hurt someone with. The first instinct is to leave us alone, you know, and... No, not vultures. They hang around, waiting for you to die. What? I said, except for vultures. Oh, damn it, it's gone. You made me think of something and I almost had it. Look, have you got hold of Miss Dunwoody yet? I phoned Mrs. Higgler, but there isn't any answer. You have to go and talk to them. I can't. I've gone through the money Graham Coates gave me. I'm cleaned out from flying back and forwards across the Atlantic. I don't even have a job any longer. I'm skinned. Here. This should take you there and back. Just get that feather. Look out! Damn it! Where did they come from? God! Oh, God! Run! Run! You run! It doesn't work! You! Yes! Not yet! Damn it! Get off! Oh, God! Get that feather! Get Dad to it! He's still around! Just go! No! Spider! She, she, she took him. I took him. Look, when I said to make him go away, I meant just to get him out of my life, not do whatever it is you've done to him. Take me instead. Huh? Bring him back. Do not doubt your turn shall come. Compare Nancy's child in time. Why do you want him? I don't want him. Why would I want him? I had an obligation. Now I shall deliver him, and then my obligation shall be done. Hello? Hello? In episode 5 of A Nancy Boys by Neil Gaiman, adapted by Dirk Maggs, Charlie Nancy was played by Jacob Anderson, Spider Nancy by Nathan Stewart Jarrett, A Nancy by Lenny Henry, Narrator Joseph Marcel, Rosie Noah, Sheila Atim, Daisy Day, Pippa Bennett Warner, Graham Coates, Julian Ryan Tutt, Mrs. Noah, Donna Kroll, Tiger, Arian Bakari, Birdwoman, Adjua Ando, Maeve Livingstone, Julie Hesmanhalsh, Morris Livingstone, Jeffrey Holland, Phone Voice, Neil Gaiman, Superintendent, Clive Hayward, Annie, Isabella Inchbold, and the policemen were Taylor Kovacevic Ebong and Rupert Holiday Evans. Anansi Boys was directed by Allegra McElroy. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another 
amazing story.